Hey guys, I'm Ryan Williams. And I'm Jake Kern. And this is 14,605. And counting. All right, we're we're back. We're here. We're here. I'm going to apologize know. now if I sound like crap. We're still having some technical difficulties. If I sound good, then we're fine. Yeah. Let's just let's just uh take the uh the positive role. You sound great, Jake. Thank you. Sound awesome. Sound amazing. Awesome. For episode number <laughs> 3 of our Bad Batch series of 14,605 and counting. Yes. <laughs> We I figure are... I have that side effect after I say the title. I like it. All right. So that's, this is that's, our that's... episode 14. Yes. So that's going to be a thing now. I'm going to add the, the sound effect after that. So I like it. Yeah. So besides the technical difficulties, how you <laughs> been today? <laughs> I've been uh, been good and getting into the getting into the swing of the softball season. Pun All intended. Right. All right. Um. <laughs> I like that pun. We had a long night Tuesday. Uh, usually goes six thirty to eight thirty. We didn't get done till almost nine fifteen. Ooh, and uh, fifty-one runs by my team. Fifty-one runs by the other team. That's both a games, lot of scoring. Yeah, both games ended with a walk-off single. We won one. They won the other. <laughs> so, were you just kind of? hitting the ball and letting it go by or like what's was what was we were just both teams just <laughs> pounding the ball what was the going balls on were flying the balls were flying hashtag it <laughs> hashtag <laughs> balls flying yeah so uh all right so well, other, yeah other than that just you know here i am how about you i've been good man i started uh my prep for my bodybuilding show in november yes so i to diet on Tuesday, and I actually feel really good. This is actually, I don't want to jinx it because I stood up a couple more days in this first week, but it's been the most pleasant, the easiest week of a prep ever done. Nice. I think it's because, you know, I, I, I better than the average person, but I was eating the way that I needed to eat for my body that work out. So, with prep and you know i'm doing that i'm like following t like measuring and getting my timing right like that i think that's giving me like so much energy and then like all is like you know no no processed stuff like all whole food good stuff nice so like my energy level has been like through the roof the past week so so yeah nice. i've been feeling good real good, good. Good, yeah, I saw your uh, normal ruled notebook, your non-college ruled notebook. <laughs> All right, we're gonna, we're gonna save that to the end of this show because I want to know the deal with uh, what, what's what's the what's the beef with wide ruled uh, why that's what's no, wide ruled <laughs> notebook paper here. It serves it, it it serves me just fine. Okay, I I just I haven't used wide ruled probably since like third grade, fourth grade. Well, you know what? It's it it you know it's the kid in me. All right, I All right. don't want to grow up. Well, see I'm that's a funny. Kid. It's it's the kid in you for the wide ruled, but you're pulling an old man Jake rule um thing here with the <laughs> paper notebook. I mean, when I'm training for a show, it's one of those things where I just kind of the apps and stuff. There's a lot of apps, but. You know, I'm just real picky about, 
you know, what I like to put in the log, how I feel, my training, you know, not just the eating, the training, have it all in one place oh, yeah. and how I want to write it and how it appears. Oh, and, I, I totally get you. And it's all on one job. page. I don't have to do clicks and stuff like that. So, and swipe, it's all on one page right there. So, get off my lawn. <laughs> 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 yes, taking a page out of old man Kern book. Yes. So, but yeah, been good. Been good this week. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. I didn't even uh watch this week's episode of Bad Batch till like uh what was it like 11 or so? Um and that's late for me. Because yeah, I was I up, think I, I was I was up. I was cooking, and I worked out, and you know, and then I came home, and that's when I watched it for the first viewing. Yeah, I I watched it later than I usually do too. Yeah, I I was just up doing stuff, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm settled down now after the morning, so I'll get to it. So nice. Yeah, and this. Sorry, I'm moving my boom my boom <laughs> arm. If it sounds like I'm. Thought breaking you were starting something a, over. Starting a lawnmower or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much. Uh, so yeah, this uh, this episode was episode three, and the <laughs> the episode summary says the bad batch get des- trapped on a desolate moon. <laughs> uh, that is a very uh. <laughs> uh or desolate moons. Their their descriptions. Um, I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. Uh, so revealing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they do it. At, yeah. You bastards at Disney. They do that yeah. on purpose. <laughs> like all yeah, this. It's not a lot. So you have to dive into the episode to get it. Yeah. I see you. I see you, Disney. I mm. see you. Those bastards. So. What they call it the the replacements? I think that was the title of it. Something yeah, like that. that makes yeah. sense. The replacements, yeah, yeah. So actually, one of my it's a different topic for a different day, but it's one of my favorite movies too. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's your ride over there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you flip that over, wax it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, it's a good episode. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, to give a quick summary, basically they get crash land on a moon and have to f- switch a capacitor. That's basically what happens to that's, them. That's the meat of it. Uh, I think the more important part is the growth of like their growth with um, taking on Omega, kind of. Yeah. And you start to see Tech and Echo with their... Uh, their relationship and that's kind of funny yeah so you know i want to break down like a couple things with with the crew clone force 99 here uh like you said they're getting used to having omega around Mm -hmm. um and for me personally i think you know with this episode wrecker is becoming my favorite he's like he's the comic relief He's like the big teddy bear, yep. and then he can, you know, he can kick ass. Basically, he's he's the juggernaut of 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 the Clone Force ninety nine unit. Um, 
I think my the funniest thing uh the episode to me was at the tour at the beginning where they were doing the crash landing. <laughs> he's like, We're gonna die, we're gonna die, we're gonna die. And he looks over at Omega. He's like, We're gonna be fine. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um yeah. And then toward the end, when when he you know makes the room for Omega, yeah. I mean tug your tug your heartstrings right there, you know when what she, I mean? When she crawled up in there and she's like, "I've never had my own room before." Just the eyes little, start little watering like a little that. bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like I'm not my, my eye itches. <laughs> Who so bought the, the onions, onions in here? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So yeah, Wrecker Wrecker's uh becoming my favorite out of the batch. Um yeah. That I I have a point to make here. I wrote down uh what is it with Star Wars in general and weird crap happening when people crash land or land for repairs on some weird place. Like there's usually already some type of creature that <laughs> yeah <laughs> like mandalorian I'm, the, I'm thinking of mando you had the ice. Uh, you had empire on um, when han and them landed <laughs> yeah. inside the mouth of that giant space yeah. worm <laughs> there's, uh, there's been i mean there's there's probably been plenty in clone wars and rebels kind of like luke on dagobah too yeah um, yeah yeah because uh he uh 3po yeah, snatched up by it. Yeah, or R two, but yeah, R two, yeah, R two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's, oh, let's land here. We can make some quick repairs. Yeah. Weird stuff ensues. Yeah, it's always. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess that's the thing. I don't, I don't. I guess George Lucas and and company has a thing for weird creatures to mess with you when you're trying to fix stuff. Yeah. Um, but that's a good point. <laughs> it's a funny point <laughs> yeah because it, it is true it it is true um i th- i think it was also interesting it was the first time since episode one that they mentioned crosshair yeah that was a um that was a good scene at the beginning where they just kind of where omega pulls out his uh weapons kit yeah and then they get i mean it's obvious that they're still they're still in conflict about it internally right um, from that and to mirror it at the very end when crosshair goes into the barracks yep and goes into the room that was their place yep and you can see him sitting down and he's thinking about it he's like even though he's supposed to be the badass soldier uh, blah, blah, blah. right softy yeah not not it's quite all, a softy when he blasted all. that dude <laughs> on <in> his jaw <laughs> threatening so, his leadership Boom. Yeah. Anyways. So so I thought so that kind of leads me into thinking about um one of the important themes of this show is kind of they use this episode to kind of set up the backstory cuz the last two episodes I talked about were I said that I mean maybe I was ignorant or maybe I was stupid but you know I didn't know that the original um stormtroopers were clones Mm -hmm. and so what this episode does is it kind of sets up the backstory as to how the switch was made from um the clones to regular people you know for lack of a better term um 
and we get a new character, uh, General Rampart, yeah. and he's responsible oh. now. Admiral, it. now Admiral Rampart. Yes, toward the end of the episode, mm -hmm. so we learned that he's responsible for the chain codes that we saw in the previous episode, where you know every person, every vehicle, or vehicle. I'm saying like a dodge but every ship <laughs> that dodge uh, ram got a number two <laughs> uh but yeah he was responsible for that and then this is called we got a name for project war mantle yes um so his idea is is basically in order to supplement the number of soldiers for the empire is bringing in elite soldiers loyal soldiers who are, are then trained by elite clones so that's his that's his goal that's his idea for project uh war mantle but we get a name for it so we start to get that that piece of filling in star wars history as to how we went from clones to regular people for stormtroopers and it's very smart of the people behind star wars to do this because like we've said previously this has never been explored. Yes. And it's just... and to use the Bad Batch as the vehicle for it, you know. Yeah. You get people interested. Like, oh, yeah, Bad Batch. Those guys were really cool in uh, Clone Wars. Oh, wow. Oh, this is what the show is about, you know. Like, mask the true meaning of it by making it look like a fun romp with this crew. Yeah. And even though we kind of know the overall timeline of Star Wars... There's just so much stuff that they can explore within certain points of the timeline. And this is what they're doing, especially with this series, is looking at early Empire. Yeah. Love it. I'm here for all of it. I want to point out that, um, you know, we I think we talked about this last week, this whole partnership between skilled clones training the cons conscripted troopers. Yep. Conscripted think... troopers. Thank you, Jake. That's, that's what I... Yes. That's what I'm looking for. Regular people. The regular people. Man, I'm losing. I'm losing my Hawkeye ride mantle here. Nope. Man. I'm calling them regular people. And nope, you're good. You're not losing right. that. Nope, right. I'm not letting it happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I, I had it written down because they they said it, and I was writing. They said it, it several it was, times. Yes, but yes, yeah. conscripted soldiers. Conscripted but the, troopers. The, the partnership was the big word they used. The partnership between the conscripted troops. And the trained clones and the Kaminoans totally were not about that because they're like, this is going to make us obsolete. So yeah. it was so interesting I, at the I, end. What's that? I have a hot take about that, but keep going. Uh oh. Yeah. I, I I just saw that they they had this um where did they say it? Next phase contingency experiment to create a super clone is what they were talking about. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, where's this going? I, I was waiting for them to make a reveal, like a, like a little teaser, but they didn't. But this is probably where your hot take comes in, isn't it? It is. Do yeah. It. All right. So let me let me just do it. All right. So, so, yeah, toward the end of the show, we get, you know, Tarkin makes Rampart an Admiral. They're going to move forward with Project War Mantle. Uh, the Kaminoans, they're... They're threatened, and you know, rightfully so, that their clone project is going to be made obsolete. So they basically, what in a nutshell, they're they have to make a superior clone, um, 
and used because Django Fett's DNA is being degraded over time. Uh, it's not going to last very long. So right. they need a superior clone for a new template, basically, for an upgrade of clone. I have a um, feeling I know where you're going with this, maybe. But I'm going to let you go. And <laughs> my hot take is, right, when we first met Omega, we didn't really get a role for her, per se. Not quite. And Dude. as we're seeing Omega interact with the rest of the Bad Batch, um, she's kind of adapting very well. And uh, toward the scene, with toward the end with Hunter, that she says, I think she says, hold on, I got the the exact line. What would she say? She said, I tracked the, the dragon like you did. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like she can adapt um, with skills and learn very quickly and become very proficient in it. So my hot take is, I think it's going to be revealed later that Omega was the contingency plan. Because they say, oh, because they say um, toward that conversation at the end, the Kaminoans, they say the clones required will not return willingly. So obviously they're referring oh. to the bad. They're referring to the bad batch, but I think in particular, right? They're referring to Omega because Omega was just hanging out basically when we first yeah. met her, and they had this plan in place. So they they at toward the end of this episode, they're just all right. We have to start phase two, but we don't have any clones to start phase two. Um, so I think my hot take is that it will be revealed later that Omega is that superior clone template. That's what she was made for. Okay. Interesting. See, I didn't yeah. I didn't think that's where you're going, but it yeah. does make sense because the Kaminoans did allow them to escape mm-hmm. with Omega. Yep. Protecting her in a way. Yep. Protecting they know how asset. good They know how good they are. Yes. So they think, well, she'll be safe with them. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to make a Boba Fett comment. <laughs> you know what? I w- it's funny <laughs> you say that. It's funny you say it because I thought of Boba initially. I did I'm not. Like, Where's Boba at? But then it got put in my mind, but wait, we have Omega in here. Yeah. Because at this point, Boba would still be very young. Um, Because... Uh... Because... Well, cousin Cloak is remembering. Well, no, no, no. Well, he's he might young. be. A... He's teenager, young adult. Yes. At this point. Yes. Uh, we, we the last time we saw him was he was like preteen, teenager, something. Like wasn't it season like season four, or five, something, maybe something like that? Yeah, he was like a teenager at that. Yeah, point. and he was in jail with uh, uh. Oh my God, I can't think of his name. The bounty hunter, Cad Bane. Yeah. Um, so that but that's who I initially thought of, Boba. Like, is Boba gonna make an appearance in this show? Um, but then I thought, well, they said superior. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then I thought, like, well, Omega was the only she was the new clone that got introduced here. Yeah. So it would make sense to me that okay she was made to be the superior clone she was made to be the template for the new batch clone. very interesting but i did initially think of boba until 
Omega popped up on the screen. I'm like, oh, boom. Yeah. There she is. So on the other, the flip side of the episode, because we have the Bad Batch on one, the other side is this elite Project uh, War Mantle squad with crosshair. <clears throat> and um, they go on that mission to wipe out the, um, basically the rebels on Andoran. Uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. rebel camp. That was pretty dark. Yeah. I mean, dark on the level of wiping out the younglings. Yeah, wiping out women, children, everybody. All the So we kinda this is kinda like I was like, oh crosshair, you dick. Yeah. (laughs) But Omega did say it's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's like Bucky. It's not his fault. Yeah, and he so yo, that's a good still going on that winter soldier theme mm-hmm. right and he's proving he's proving he's giving the the clones worth still because mm-hmm. he said good soldiers follow orders like that's a line that's been repeated like good soldiers follow orders yes and, and i oh go go ahead i have i got the train you got the train rolling come on <laughs> i have two quotes back-to-back listed the first is crosshair and his side of the story good soldiers follow orders Mm -hmm. and the other is hunter and the bad batch with we don't leave our own behind yeah and those are i think the two big themes going forward for this whole show yes because you find out that yeah we were we might as well talk about him i really miss him you know wrecker and hunter's like nope we're not talking about it but uh, Tech was trying to build a scanner to detect the chips and take them out. So yep. they're putting that plan in place to, hey, let's take these chips out of ourselves. Oh, hey, Crosshair's back and he's knocked out somehow and we have control of him. Let's get that chip out of his head. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out somehow. Yeah. I just saw I got a text message from you. <laughs> Sale at the mall. Everything's half off. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Mall, M-A-U-L. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, I had those lines <laughs> highlighted as well. Especially the one where Hunter says, uh, you know, I'm angry at myself. We don't leave our own behind. That's what he yes. said to Omega. And that speaks to that family mentality that the clones have. That was how Echo is in the Bad Bash because Rex felt terrible about leaving him behind in Clone Wars. And he wanted to rectify that because he felt he knew that he was alive. Like once he got that hint that Echo, that he was alive, Rex went after him. Yep. Um, And that even though the Bad Batch is different from the other clones, that's one piece that all the clones have, it seems like, that mentality that we don't leave our own behind. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I, I, I start that line when... Uh... <laughs> I start... <laughs> I started that line when when Hunter said it. 
<laughs> Speaking of Maul being cut in half, he survived. Anakin gets cut and burned in lava. He survived. And Padme's sad and she died. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that meme earlier, like a few days ago. Yeah. I was like, I, I'm not going to send him that one because it's kind of, it's funny, but sad too. That kind of oh. goes into my question. Now, why did you have to do that? That kind of goes into my question that that we have that I have going for you a little later. But uh, true. But yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a that was a big theme. That big theme with uh, that family mentality with the clones. Um, you know, another big line that I thought was one of the most important lines of the show is uh, when. Um, ESO one. Now looking at the subtitles, that's how I got his his number. All right, ESO one is the elite soldier number one, I guess, mm-hmm. or elite squad number one. Basically, the one that Crosshair just pops at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he was remember he was with the rest of the crew, and he says, "With the Empire, I get paid, I get fed, and I have a roof over my head." That's more yes. than the Republic ever did for me. I yes. was like, wow. Okay. So I said, I thought a couple things when he said that. One, that's huge motivation for other soldiers to join. So you got to think about this is another place where Disney is kind of filling in the gap between the clones and conscripted troopers. Mm-hmm. That's a huge motivation. They get paid. They get food. They get housing. And apparently they didn't really get that from the Republic. So what's what's interesting to me is, is I, I caught that too, but if he was with the Republic, all of the fighting troops for the Republic were either clones or Jedi. And any of the, let's call them upper management, like the generals admirals mm-hmm. and them maybe maybe not even pilots because those are all clones too they would have been humans not clones this guy did not look like he was upper management material <laughs> but he looked like he was a fighter like a like a warrior yeah but he wasn't a clone mm-hmm. so how did the republic have did they have conscripted people they probably did. We just saw most of the clones. Right. So that's another interesting point, though. Yeah. If he fought for the Republic and wasn't a clone, and he was a ground trooper, like a shock trooper like that, where did he come from? Because, like I said, either they were clones or they were upper management non-clones or Jedi. Mm-hmm. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. Uh Maybe they had a. I'm trying to think to uh, scenes in Attack of the Clones before they commissioned the clone army. I would imagine oh, that there's probably point. there's probably some some randoms in there. Yes, because oh yeah, even in like Phantom Menace with the Trade Federation and all yeah. that. They didn't have clones then. Yeah, I mean they they had them. They were they were just 
just so sparse and yeah. probably when the clone army and this is just me guessing is this probably when the clone army was made i mean it's kind of like uh it's kind of like real world like you know people who work in factories and stuff like that and then you know there's some type of technology or machine that can do their job for them like you either get demoted or rele relegated to something else or you get fired yeah uh, you know i'd imagine that's probably kind of the same deal as kind of what happened with the uh, these troopers with these soldiers right that you know once the once you know big pharma or you know big tech mm -hmm. you know clones start rolling in you know they were brushed aside you know or fired or let go or something yeah so yeah that's why he's pissed off about it you know i wonder if you go <laughs> this is going to get deep for a second um but I wonder if you think back to A New Hope when that first came out. It was, you know, George Lucas had the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. Started with Luke Skywalker, ended with Darth Vader um, fulfilling the prophecy, I guess. Let's call yeah. it that, you know. And I remember watching the old cassettes that I had with the interviews with Leonard Malton, George Lucas mentioned he had this story and it was such a big story that he, he couldn't do it in one movie so he cut it into six parts and he said, well, where do we start? Let's start at part four. Let's start in the middle. Mm -hmm. And I wonder you know, if he intended these um, droids of the Trade Federation you know, and all of that happening, or if that just kind of I saw excuse me. I saw um did you watch um Empire of Dreams, the Disney Plus documentary? No. Um so it's like a two hour documentary. Okay. About the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. It's mainly the original trilogy. They only spend like a little bit of time on the on the prequels. And this was made before the sequel trilogy. So they didn't mention it. Um it's something to the effect of I, I believe that um he did have a lot of intent with not just the original trilogy, but the the other three parts the prequel trilogy mm -hmm. uh, but i think he he kind of he left some holes on purpose to to fill in so so there so basically yes he could have definitely um because there were some parts that he he wanted to tell but then he left like a a lot of holes to on purpose you know to fill those in a little bit later but I, but totally he could have yes well, and I think my my biggest question, though, in thinking about this is everything that we have right now, everything that we're talking about right now mm -hmm. with the Clone Wars, was that intended as a throwaway comment in A New Hope? Oh, you're... Um, I, I, you fought with my dad you know in what? Clone I Wars? You know what I mean? I'm not even going to mention it because I don't want to um, say anything wrong or incorrect. 
but I think in that um I think in that um documentary Empire of Dreams mm-hmm. that's addressed. Okay. But I can't I can't remember it, either curious. way. Yeah, it, it's it's great. It's like it's like I said, it's like almost two hours. Um again, the primary focus is the uh the original trilogy. Yeah. Um but yeah, he has that he has that foresight. Like I said, he that's addressed. Sure. Um and I don't want to say either way because I don't want to be wrong. Um like he had the foresight to <laughs> you know weasel his way into getting his merchandising rights from 20th Century Fox. <laughs> Genius. Oh, which that is, is amazing. Like produce is, and where he was at at that time. Oh yeah. Like that is a huge risk. You know, we we watched something about Star Wars. It was on Disney Plus and it talked about Oh, it was the uh shoot. Imagineers, I think it was that one. Yeah. And it talked about or maybe it was Star Wars specific, but they talked about how when he was making a new hope, they had all these kits that they were they were kit bashing to make all the ships. Yeah. And what was the what ended up being the Tanev 4 was the early model for the Millennium Falcon. Nice. If I remember correctly. And they kept it and were like, well, let's use it for this. Um, and then when they went to make the later movies, there were merchandise, the merchandise from the merchandising yep. of all like the X-Wings and things like that. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, let's just go buy those kits and use those for the next movie, you know? Yeah. Which is very interesting. Yeah, a ton of, he did, dude had a ton of foresight. Yeah really smart I, yes. I just you know i from for, for me it sounded like oh the clone wars it was like a throwaway comment almost but it does like but said, knowing george lucas he it's, it's intended yes and it's it's interesting it's because it's like chicken before the egg you know kind yes. of thing he didn't have the story right away like the full story yeah but he had a plan yeah for this okay clone wars okay so how is this gonna work into it yeah. where does anakin come from how does you know how does he meet obi-wan how do they fight in the clone wars that's almost like how the whole prequel trilogy was yeah set up like we're gonna go to the clone wars and then we're not gonna show any of it and go to the next movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> once again avoiding the clone wars and tweet this yeah. amazing show yep by dave filoni so but yeah, I definitely recommend for, for you and anybody who's listening, uh, if you haven't watched it, Empire of Dreams, I believe that's the name of it. Okay. A documentary on Disney Plus about basically the original Star Wars trilogy, but they have the prequels in there too. I will check, 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 check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving uh, right on. <laughs> and speaking of the merchandising thing, I don't see... I don't know if you're a fan of space balls. Yeah. I watched it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it made me giggle. Right? Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> I, it was kind of, it's kind of like one of those deals where I watched it once and then I was kind of. That was it. Yeah. Because they do the merchandising thing with yogurt, who's you know, <laughs> supposed to be the Yoda counterpart. <laughs> Spaceballs the doll. Spaceballs the yeah. movie. Spaceballs the flamethrower. <laughs> I gotta watch it again. I watch it. Yeah. 
Oh man. I like I watched it once, maybe twice. I was like, yeah, yeah. I I could then, sit through that movie and I could quote it line for line. Really? Hundred percent. Wow. I could I mean I could probably I could probably set my microphone up and walk the movie through without even watching it. See, I'm like that with uh, New Hope. Yeah. So that's heavy. <sighs> that's heavy. Yeah. Well, right. anyway, I think that's we've gotten off track with Bad Batch, but I mean, we're talking Star Wars. Still and Star great. Wars. This is a Star Wars show. Yes. All right. Um, so you had a question for me. Yeah. I think we're done with the show, aren't we? We're done with Bad Batch. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, you know, we talked about the major points. Um, the good thing about this show, I think kind of is a break for us because as opposed to like hour long, which it's funny because after WandaVision was like, we want longer shows, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, these and are, then, these are set up to be shorter and it's good. And then, but what I'm, what I'm thinking for us, like doing our, our podcast, like, yeah, we get these great long shows with Falcon and Winter Soldier, but. I mean, it's just a lot of, there's a lot of prep that goes into these shows that we make for you all. Yeah. And it's just a lot of, it's a lot, like a lot, you know, when the show's, you know, that long. And I think the way that this series is set up is like, it's set up within already established Star Wars lore. So every episode just kind of gives you a little piece of the story, a little piece, which you talk about, absorb, and then you get ready for next week. Right. And... (laughs) This is really the next season of Clone Wars, basically. It's this, what it feels this like. This is. It's Clone Wars season eight. Yeah. It totally feels that way. It is. But it's Which that's I have okay. no problem with. Yeah, <laughs> I have no problem with whatsoever. They just can't call it Clone Wars because the Clone Wars are over. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, they set it up that way. They literally started this the series with the Clone Wars logo yeah. that morphed in the Bad Batch. So what do you what do you expect us to feel? Exactly. So whatever. they should do every episode that way. Like, uh-huh, yeah. see, Clone Wars, there it is. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, good episode. Overall I, thoughts for the show so far. I mean, I'm a Star Wars nut and fan, so I love I'm the animation. It. Yeah, love the story. I think it, it keeps you coming back. I love that. Um, that again, this show is exploring a piece of the Star Wars timeline not explored. So it makes it really interesting for me. Yeah. Um, and, and then getting this gap filled in with, uh, what is it called? Project what? War Mantle. Well, Project War Mantle. So again, yeah. how did the clone, how did we go from clones to conscripted troopers? Yeah. This is how. So I love that they're, that they're giving that these shows and this one in particular is starting to fill in some gaps between the end of Revenge of the Sith and Rogue One, basically. Yeah. So And we we basically know we know where the show's going. It's yes. going to redemption for crosshair. It's going to you know, it's heading in a direction, but episode to episode they're gonna have adventures in a way that it, it's like Mandalorian in a way. Yes. You know, you know he picks up Grogu end of the first episode of the first season. And the direction of the show is for him to get Grogu back to his people or AKA whatever the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what's driving 
the show. So the adventures along the way kind of grow and compound like, oh, this is building. It's like a big, like a big snowball building rolling down the hill. Yes. So that's just kind of, and this is how this show's going. It's, yeah, it's going towards the route of redemption for Crosshair and who is Omega? Where does she end up? And yes. it's just the path along the way. So with these, with this show, like we've been talking MCU for a lot in our series of this podcast. So now that we don't have a lot of new material to go over, I thought it would be good. And I was talking with Jake earlier is that we ask a question and then talk about it, you know, bounce it amongst ourselves and, you know, let you, our viewers think about it too. And I want to go back to a question that I asked last week. Well, that I kind of answered last week, but I have another answer that I think. So, and I asked you earlier, Jake, so I'm going to, I'm going to ask it to you and I'm going to, and I want to hear that answer. So here's the, it was not really a question, more of a statement, more of a fill in the blank. Okay. Anakin Skywalker does not become Darth Vader. So Anakin Skywalker does not become Darth Vader if blank. Now, <clears throat> I can't answer the way you did because your answer to that was if Qui-Gon Jinn doesn't die. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think um, there could be a lot of answers here. Like I have a I have a after you get done, I have another answer. My, my answer uh, from last week. So if I'm remembering back to Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. um, <sighs> their ship took damage, and that's how they ended up on Tatooine. I believe so. So if their ship never takes damage, he doesn't become Darth Vader. That's like a... That's like a... So, so here's a follow-up question. So if they never go to Tatooine, he's theoretically the chosen one. Mm-hmm. So would he still find his way to the Jedi Order slash Sith, whatever, if he's the chosen one? Potentially. I think Emperor Palpatine could have found him. However, <clears throat> I don't think he becomes as strong or as powerful a Sith. I don't think the force is strong with you. Yes, but at that young of an age to channel that anger, he wouldn't have, I don't think he would have survived. Especially not the way the Sith are. Look how he was, look how uh, Sidious was with um, Dooku. Mm. You know, like cast him aside. Oh, hey, I have a new, uh, Disciple yeah, here. This whole Sith rule of two thing is cutthroat. Yeah. <laughs> so because I think because he came a Jedi first, that's what made him such a strong Sith was because he had mastered or had gotten close to mastering. Um, as you showed in that meme, he was never called master. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, got, he got close to mastering um, the Jedi way and he was ripe for the picking then yeah 
And once he was perfect place, he was just angry enough. He had, he was on the edge and all he needed was that push. And he got that push and he was like, okay, my training is technically done. My secondary training can begin. I'm already so powerful. He, he doesn't even need to train me, you know? Yeah. In a way. So I think had he not even been found at that age, he wouldn't have become Vader. So if they did not land on Tatooine, he does not become Darth Vader. Interesting. Interesting. And what was well, your I, other answer? I have another answer. Yes. Okay. So I said last week, Anakin Skywalker does not become Vader if Qui-Gon doesn't die. Which I think that's probably number one. I think this would be number two or maybe 1A, 1B, whatever. I believe Anakin Skywalker does not become Darth Vader if Ahsoka doesn't leave the Jedi Order. Oh. <laughs> right? Now, check me out. Check me out here. So, Yoda gave Anakin a Padawan for a reason, right? Uh -huh. He gave him a Padawan to help him in his growth, right? And I believe that if Ahsoka probably would have went all the way through with her training and with the Jedi Order. Anakin Skywalker probably becomes Jedi Master. He's happy, blah, blah, blah. All right. Also, when Anakin, when Ahsoka left the Jedi Order in um, Clone Wars, I think it was like season five, season four, season five. One of the saddest lines in Star or saddest scenes in Star Wars lore, by the way, when Ahsoka leaves the Jedi Order. Um, uh -huh. when she left the look on his face that represents a big failure right you have the and I was thinking about this too he's got three primary women in his life his mother Padme and Ahsoka right mm -hmm. so at that point his mom was dead right mom gone and then Ahsoka leaves in Clone Wars. I think that is another huge hit to him. That another person, like another significant woman in his life. I mean, not romantic, but it's something who's someone who's very important to him mm -hmm. leaves. And I think it hurts him. And I think it also makes him feel like that he's failed as well. And I think if that doesn't happen that helps him to resist palpatine's you know you know tugs to the dark side also ahsoka probably would have been at his side you know during the whole like he wouldn't have been alone with palpatine probably if yeah. he would have been alone he wouldn't have been alone for very long like ahsoka would have been somewhere close by sure to be that other voice or and to help persuade him so uh -oh. I will also say then, along those lines, um, I think even further past that point, if Padme, if he hadn't had that, 
because he had that really bad premonition mm-hmm. and confided in uh, Palpatine. I think if Padme hadn't ultimately died, well, he didn't see her die though. He didn't see but her I, die. Yeah, but I but I think even then she said, um, "What did she say to him?" She said, "You're scaring me." Yeah, something like that. But there was that jealousy with with Obi Wan, mm-hmm. um, which funny enough, you know. Obi-Wan was so pure, you know, through most of these movies, you see him just as this, you know, he doesn't seem like he does a whole lot of bad stuff, but with the information. I was kind of tainted a little bit in Clone Wars, though. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. As you you see, when you get to see Clone Wars and you see that he loved, um, oh, what was her name? She was the Mandalorian. Yes. Bo-Katan's sister. Yes. Now you see that, you see that he loved her. Now Anakin can have that thought of, well, he's loved before. How could he not feel this way to another, you know, feeling jealousy towards Padme? Had that not happened, I don't think he feels that jealousy, but he becomes very jealous and very angry and is really tapping into that. That's when he starts to spiral is when Mm -hmm. he has that premonition of Padme um, dying. And I think, I wonder if that could have been, I don't want to say planted, or if it could have been like an inception type of thing where Palpatine kind of put the thought in his mind somehow to put, to cause him to go out of control. Well, it's been established in the, well, in the, uh, the sequel series where they can, you know, kind of put stuff. Yeah. I, I wouldn't uh-huh. put it past Palpatine. Yeah. To, to say, that. well, this he finds out that there's this secret relationship. He's like, hmm, I need something to turn him. Yeah. Let's sow some seeds of doubt here. Let's 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 make him un uneasy and I can guide him to the dark side. So past the Ahsoka thing, because he could have come back from Ahsoka had that not happened then. That point right there, that premonition. Had that premonition not happened, if that premonition doesn't happen, he doesn't become Darth Vader. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All theories, right? He ultimately becomes Vader. He does. Biggest badass in the galaxy. So, so yeah. Which leads me to. So now I don't. I I didn't actually have a prepared question. I tried. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I was looking at things with Princess Leia. I was like, man, he got me a real deep question here. I got to, I got to, you know, match deep with deep here. I couldn't, I could not. Um, and you say he's, you know, I was going to go with this, you know, well, let's, let's rank the, the Sith. Like there's not that many of them. (laughs) Yeah. There's (laughs) There's really not. So only two at a time. It's a little rule of two thing. Yeah. Maul, Sidious, Dooku, Vader, Kylo Ren. (laughs) Yeah. There's all there is, but I mean, that's that's kind of the main ones. But uh, with that being said, I have a brain melter to think about for next week's podcast. Yes. Okay. We're going to rank the top 10 
supporting characters of Star Wars across the whole thing. The top 10 supporting characters. Yes. Okay, now before... Okay, this would be... You have to lay some ground rules. Okay. For uh, sure. I, I was going to say, who... I had to ask, who is a support... What? What's a supporting character? So, so who, ha- who's not a supporting character? Let's let's, let's go that. Who's exactly. not a supporting character? Not a supporting character. I think Luke and Leia not supporting mm-hmm. characters. Um, Han. <sighs> that would be a list in itself. Who's a supporting character? Who's not? Right. Yeah, I'm think. I'm trying to think like. Because I mean, even R two and C three PO, they're in. They have the longest tenure yeah. of yeah, all Star Wars characters. Yeah. So technically, they can't be considered of supporting either. Has it? Has it? Uh, is it R two? That's been in every entry. Yes, because he was in Rogue One. Yeah. C three PO was. Oh, was three PO? Yes, he was. I think. What about Solo? I can't. No. I don't think was, so. Was R2 and Solo? I don't think he was. Okay, so everyone except Solo. Oh, because Han Solo was in... Yeah, but he wasn't in the prequels, so... No, R2 and C-3PO have been in it from Phantom Menace to... They've been in every episode. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So, so okay, you can't consider R two or C three PO because they're not they're main characters. They're main characters. Yeah. I think Vader and Palpatine are also main. They're not. They're not technically supporting. Um. Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie, R two, C three PO, Vader, Palpatine. I think you would have to. This is just me, because because then when you go to the the sequel series and you got Ray, you got Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo, right? Are you, they main characters? They're the main characters of the that series, right? Do you want to keep it to prequel and original? I think you would have to say rank the characters outside of like Episode Four. Yeah, it has to be something like that. Like your your rankings characters not in episode four or the original trilogy or something like that. Because there there would be too many people who would be who could who would be like a, a contender for main character. Yeah. Because when you get to the when you get to the sequel trilogy, Han, Chewie, Luke, Leia all kind of become supporting characters. They're supporting characters, yeah. Oh, jeez. That's it, yeah, right? You know. So I think it would have to be something like like yeah, outside of episode 4. I think that would be a good I think that would be a good one like Oh, what about Obi-Wan outs- and Yoda? Obi-Wan's in episode 4. Mhm. Yoda isn't but I mean, he would be in the debate then, like everybody outside of Episode Four, rank in importance. Well, not everybody, top ten. Yeah. Well, then, 
Yeah, because those, then, uh, those are all then the main would... characters of Episode 4. Basically. Well, Tarkin, but Tarkin's... He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> this is I becoming would complicated. Have to, I, yeah, I, I, I think a question like that could be done. We would just have to tweak and tweak. We can tweak over the week. Ha. <laughs> ha. <laughs> Twerk over the work. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh my god. I'm not yeah. doing that. <laughs> okay, I will make a comprehensive list of characters. Send it to you. We'll determine who is main and who is supporting technically and go from there. Yes. Cool. Perfect. So that that was my my thought. Ooh, supporting characters. I think you probably piss a lot of people off when you call somebody a supporting character, and they think they're a main character. Call a lot of that. That may stir up a lot of controversy. I like it. I like it too. Yeah. How dare you call? Yeah, we'll figure it out. R two D two and C three PO main characters. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my god. That was a question that I saw online. That's what kind of inspired this thought of what we do in the Star Wars segments. Um, but yeah, I saw that question and I went through the article and there's some I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> what was the question again? What characters would stand a chance against Darth Sidious? Oh. Damn. I mean, we know the obvious answer is because they did it. No. <laughs> oh. This is like one-on-one. Well, maybe not. Well, maybe not one-on-one, but like, you know, in a room. It's just imagine like you lock these people in a room, or not people, or whatever beings they may be. And they got lightsabers and, and they're just duking it out. Who, who would stand a chance against Palpatine? That's we can tough. think about we could say that till next week because I have I, I saw the list and I have some problems with the list that they put mm-hmm. out. Um I really think there's gonna be uh some combinations. I think I think there's one who can take him straight up. But I think other than that one, there's going to be a, a team of people can do it. Because Palpatine is a, he's a, he's a, he's a BMF. He's a bad mofo, you know? So, but that, that's another thing that we can talk, we can uh, hypothesize about next week. Interesting. I'm trying to think who could do it. There's a short list. <laughs> short, because one of those characters is short. Oh, you sent me something. I sent you something, too. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I, I'm sending... <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You didn't even react to mine. Oh, I didn't even see your other one. 
<laughs> it pained me to send you that one because of our discussion last week. But it was so good that I had to. <laughs> it was so good. I mean, it pained me, but it was like one of those things that I had to send it. George. <laughs> 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 I can't. <laughs> Jar Jar being so I so I see you bench press two hundred fifty pounds. You're so strong. That's... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't see that, but then I sent you one. I sent you one with uh. <laughs> I, I I saw that one several times, so that's why I didn't land. I've Damn. seen that one. That was like that's like a you don't know how many of these Star Wars things that I'm between Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. And, and so, <laughs> uh, this is one that I've seen several times. Fine. I'm telling you, young Padawan. Uh huh. You know you gotta. I'm the old one. You gotta, <laughs> you know, he, I'll You're teach so you how to find, find. <laughs> that one that's has me. to be in, that one has to be in a post. That's, that's <laughs> fantastic. Oh. At first when I saw it, right, I'm like, what? And then I went to his voice and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> I think it's funny too because of the. That's the that's that's what makes it even more amazing. <laughs> Just as USA it's a strong. real tweet. It's a real tweet. It's a real tweet. Oh my god, you are so strong. <laughs> oh, Master Annie, you're so strong. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. <laughs> I think that one wins the Yep. Yep. I knew when when I saw that one, I'm like, good night. Yeah. Good night. Time of death. So <laughs> I'm gonna be laughing about that all night. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night laughing and I'm Val's gonna to be like, gonna wake what? Up I'm like, oh, like what are you doing? You're gonna be a, uh, when I have a co-host anymore, <laughs> you know, come next week. All right, um, this is fourteen million six hundred five and counting with Hawkeye Rye. And Hawkeye Rye <laughs> here, <laughs> you know, my co-host is uh, no longer with us. I'm gonna I'm gonna share it with Val too, and she's gonna be like, "What?" <laughs> like Charger Jar Binks, and she's gonna be like, "So." <laughs> <laughs> uh well played <laughs> yes yes you're welcome i i appreciate that one <laughs> you're welcome also we got i got a this uh yeah i think we should end the show with something that we probably should have mentioned off the top of the show let me just let me just confirm real quick. Yeah. Um, we should end the show 
by saying a huge, 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 huge happy birthday to George Lucas. Oh, yeah. He's 77 today. Happy birthday, Godfather. Yes. Shame on us for not opening the show with that. Oh, my goodness. And we keep talking about him being a genius for his merchandising, right? So we can't even give him a proper birthday. Yes. (laughs) Happy birthday, George Lucas, for giving us this incredible, incredible, incredible piece of your your genius. There's nothing nothing else I can say. I'm like, wow. May the 14th be with you. <laughs> Wait a minute, I heard wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you would hand the wrench too. It's just exactly <laughs> like that. Uh, oh, everyone listening is going to be like, you guys laughed like idiots for 10 minutes. <laughs> this is, well, you know, this meme war, ladies and gentlemen, is getting even more heat <laughs> between us. So, uh, <laughs> it says Grogu, <laughs> it says he's holding a wrench like he's holding the cup. <laughs> it's four year old me waiting to hand Dan the wrench while learning all the no no words. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can relate to that. I learned a lot of no-no words. Yeah. (laughs) Man. All right. Well, I have my work cut out for me. Figuring out the uh, supporting, non-supporting main character list. That's, yeah, that's going to be... I'll try to come up with a couple more ideas, but that's going to be a... I mean, that's going to be a a, contra, a hard and a controversial task, to say the least. Yes. Separating it into <clears throat> main character, supporting character. Yeah, because I think if, if some of those are considered supporting characters at all, like if Chewbacca's considered one, I mean, that's like, pff, that's crazy. Like, if that's not in your top three, yeah. what's wrong with you? So... And then what movies to include too? Because like you said, like we just said, you go they to the sequel be a main trilogy. character in one movie and then supporting in another movie or something. Right. So yeah. Um, it, the the waters get very choppy in, in mm-hmm. with that topic. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Use the master. Best of luck to you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I know Jar Jar Binks is already in your top five. We don't even have to go there. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. Sure is. Top five characters should never been made. <laughs> I mean, I just... He was just overused to the point in episode one where it just got awful for me and for a lot of other people it's funny too because like Qui-Gon doesn't even get mad at him and I think he's just like trying not to enable him 
you know, like his this like dismissed like, sure, Jar Jar, okay, Jar Jar, great job, Jar Jar. Yes, like stop talking, Jar Jar. Yeah, it's like okay, you're you're still standing there, you're still standing there. Yeah, please go away. I'm force. I'm I'm doing something with the force, Jar Jar. Leave me alone. Yeah. (laughs) God, if they would have been Jar Jar force sensitive, I don't know what I would have (sighs) done. Let's not think about that. No, right? let's not. And, hey, what would have happened if Jar Jar would have been force sensitive? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he probably could have helped out a little bit more in episode one and Clone Wars series. Could have been a lot more useful. He, he would have been the Aquaman of the team. <laughs> he, funny, but but yeah, he could have. <laughs> Well, just just how Aquaman for so long, like he's just like the butt of the justice. He's the, yeah, he's the he's the. <laughs> Go talk to the fish. <laughs> he's the third reel of the of the the Justice League bicycle. Um. Yeah. So there you go. Jar Jar would have been the Aquaman. Jar Jar would have been to the Jedi Council. Aquaman to the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a lot of topics, a lot of thoughts next week. For sure. Well, I think that's all I have. That's all I have. You know, this is by far our shortest. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We got a short one for you. You know, the hour show, well, short relative to our Falcon and Winter Soldier episodes and WandaVision ones. Well, Yeah. yeah, yeah. And 10 minutes of it were us giggling like idiots because of yes. memes. Yeah. You're so strong. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But yeah, this is what we hope to bring. So <laughs> we've been talking MCU for so long. You know, we just want to give not just this bad batch, but broader Star Wars ideas topics thoughts questions you know we love bringing it to you yes for sure yeah provoking or not provoking um yeah words (laughs) deep thinking (laughs) deep thinking let's go with that yeah i'm not even gonna edit that out i'm just gonna let myself sound like an idiot (laughs) <laughs> hey, okay. it it is okay. You know, <laughs> if they've been on this show for that long, they you mean that they already know I'm an idiot? Is that what you're gonna they, say? They 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 accept you. That's what I was gonna oh. say. Well, that's kind. That's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week. Next week we'll have episode four of the Bad Batch. It'll be our fifteenth episode. Fifteen. Look at that. And then maybe we'll have a couple lists that will piss you off. You'll have a <laughs> character that you love that's on the supporting cast list. The yeah. B Squad. The JV. Yeah. We should separate it like that. JV varsity. Oh. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, because you you know, you have almost Main characters, 
supporting characters like tier one, tier two, tier three almost. Ooh. You know, ones that you see all the time. Ooh, how about, really get a name. how about the wheels are turning? Yeah. I mean, sports, sports, you know. What if you know how like the NBA they do like first team, third team, Ooh. second team, third team? Yeah. How about a starting five? First team, second team, third team. The first team obviously <clears throat> is like your your studs. And then it, you know, second team, you're not still very good, but not your elite. And then the third team, still the best people in the league, but they're not those first two tiers. Something and like that. We could even go so far as to break it down like um you could say how am I gonna do this? You could do like Boba Fett parentheses Empire slash return. Or Boba Fett, Attack of the Clones. So you're so you've now broken it down by. So you're suggesting that, if I understand you correctly, you're suggesting that the same character could be on different squads. Yes. Based on you know what version of that character. Yes. It is. Ah. <laughs> yeah, like Chewbacca original trilogy could be main character chewbacca sequel trilogy supporting character okay chewbacca prequel trilogy lower supporting character because he's there but he's not there long no we'll <laughs> figure it out we will there's a, yes there's a lot of stuff oh. all right well for Hawkeye Rye, this is Hot Take Jake, and as always, hold on to your butts.